It is. It is. Hope you guys have topics. <laughs> we, well, you'd be surprised <laughs> how often we don't. That's all to me. That was the initial premise of the show. Was just you get a comic or some like somebody in that same vein who we can just talk about anything. That's to me. That's what comics do. Even sure. if you have no idea what you're talking about, where you have a strong opinion on what is and is not. You go like... Based how, on nothing. Yeah, it's like... No how, supporting details. Yeah, it's like, how do you feel about comic strips in newspapers? And someone will go on a 40-minute rant of, like, how comic strip... Or newspaper comic strips are creating, like, lesbians. Sure. Then that's just comics. And I go, like, just record that. That's all you need to do. <laughs> but the curse of that has been... He and I aren't as interesting as we think we are, so there are times, there are times when we start a topic, get ten minutes into it, and one of us goes, wait a minute, what are we doing right now? Who wants to listen to this? <laughs> this is crap. Usually, in my defense, I think we're funnier than he gives us credit for, but I'm willing to listen to him. We've been recording for the last minute and 16 seconds. This is an episode of so what's it called, Rafi? (laughs) (laughs) Also, how about this? This. So how How about about this? this? I am Alan Dempsey, and I'm Rafi Shaheen, and with us is our guest Robert Bruce. Robert Robert Bruce. Bruce. What a fancy ass name you have, Robert Bruce. Thank you. What's your middle name? Please tell me it's like Beauregard or something. I wish. No, it's uh, rather straightforward. It's Peter. Robert Peter Bruce, though, is pretty fucking good. Really? Yeah. Pretty sweet. <laughs> that's that's yeah. really fucking. And you look the part I with mean, your little with your fancy quaff and, and your cardigan. nice little glasses, <laughs> cardigan. I was called GQ the other night. <laughs> well, <laughs> appropriately so. Yeah, well, I mean, this is version 2.0 of RPB. Yeah. <laughs> you're not you're not rocking the the molester mustache anymore. No, because I was like fat alcoholic me, and now there's version 2.0. Oh, perfect. I, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna Normal blame BMI better dressed. <laughs> yeah, Robert. I'm, I'm gonna blame this on fat alcoholic me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm not getting any skinnier. Skinnier. I've been drinking whiskey. Um, tell us, Robert Bruce, about your. Uh, do you do comedy anymore? I mean, like stand up. No, I've no. Been, uh, done like two sets in the last like five years. Probably yeah. he's happy now. So yeah, the right? urge yeah. hasn't struck. Yeah, him. I know. <laughs> I haven't been on stage since like late sixteen. Yeah, and don't really. I I have moments. You know, you can't. You never turn off that cartoon in your head. Yeah, yeah. You, like know, you still like write down ideas and like yeah, kind of yeah. think stuff through like that. But yeah, but yeah, you don't like go out to open mics. And <laughs> no, do. Yeah. actually, it's gotten to the point where I just call him. I go like, "Hey, I got a premise. <laughs> I'm probably not going to do anything with it. See if you can do something with it." <laughs> I mean, that's like half the fun, really, of the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. so like the, the it's that whole thing about uh, comedy in general, where it's like if you had other appreciable skills, like if you were an artist. Or whatever, you probably wouldn't do stand up. You would just do like a cartoon. Or you would, like, if you were a good musician, you would just write a comedy song. But most most comics don't have those skills. Yeah. So we're just like, eh, we're just gonna talk into a mic. Hope that works. Yeah. Yeah. By going to less open mics, I've really gotten perspective that most of the people there are kind of talentless, boring losers. <laughs> so, I mean, and, there... and depressed and mentally ill. Okay. So I, I yes. like to think of myself as none of those, 
So it's nice to kind of separate And yet you still came came here. I'm afraid your Twitter feed. Don't lie to us. I said most. (laughs) I wasn't categorically dismissing everybody. Was there a line in the sand or was it just like one of those... You went every week, and then every week it became once a month. You know, was it more gradual, or did you just one day go, I just don't want to do this anymore? Yeah, kind of like that. It was like more of a fade out than like a yeah. hard stop or anything. Yeah. But I mean, I wasn't, uh, didn't make a lot of money doing stand up. And for a while, I wasn't really having a lot of fun doing stand up, but I was still going out like two, three times a week, like yeah. open mics and I can't trying re- to make it happen. I can't relate to anything you're saying right now. <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> That's a weird thing, though, about, like, th- there's, like, a weird line in the sand between, like, when you want that to be your job and when you're just, like, having the fun of it. Because there's a real grind area that people mm-hmm. don't talk about, you know. And, like, you're, like you said, you're going out to open mics, you're doing shows, and you're just like, am I having fun or am I just doing what I'm supposed to be doing? I think there's the, the thing of, like, anyone listening to this who's, gone further than us in comedy yeah it's probably going fuck you you push through the grind right and i think yes they're right also they're not in tampa meaning you know if you were in la you might have if there's three opportunities here that are low there's 12 low opportunities just that much of a difference between like there's two clubs Mm. they know you there they say hello to you and say your full name, and you're like, yeah, fucking, hi, hello, remember me? And then they just walk past and go to other guy, you know, and I think there's... And then also, like, the because there's two clubs, there's 90 fish going for one breadcrumb. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a million people at every open mic. And like Rob says, at least a quarter of them are dog shit. And that's being generous. Yeah. You know, so... I, I, it, <clears throat> speaking on that exact moment... I had a moment at a club, which shall remain nameless. You know the owner, operator, booker, Bob. Yes. And I'm going to say Bob because every comedy club has a Bob. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's part of the, it's part of the uh, kind of contractual obligation right. with the government. You have to have a Bob right. working. Uh, I was there. The conversation was Bob saw me, said hello to another comic, and then went... This guy's trying to get stage time. Rafiq's trying to get stage time. Everyone wants something and just walked off. And it's like, thank you for acknowledging the fact that I'm looking for work, but not actually that you want to hire me. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that that was the other... I'm certain the two of you have experienced this. And I'm probably certain that I've talked about this on this podcast before. Mm -hmm. But, like, you have that hero night that for whatever reason, everything you say is... You're not even telling the joke yet. You're setting up the joke, and they're already, you know, just for whatever reason, the magic is clicking that night, you know? And the guy who knows you, you saw him watch you do that, you know? And then that guy doesn't keep giving you work. (laughs) It's like, what? You've seen what I can do. What the fuck is wrong with you? I don't know. Well, part of the problem... I mean, did you have something? It looked like you were going to jump in with something. No, no. I was just going to say, like, that's part of being in a smaller market. Yes. Because if you want to be on that grind and whatever and build towards the next thing, I think you have to move to, like, L.A. or New York or whatever. Right. Because that's where the work is. 
Yeah. You're well, not guaranteed and, a job in your hometown. Yeah. I mean, part of it, too, though, is I feel comics have this weird perspective of kind of like you're saying with the hero knight gets you work. But the hero knight isn't what gets you work. It's getting butts in seats. Sure. No, like, and it's such a weird inverse. But, but they're not going to get. Look, at the end of the day, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I'm sure you're right. But at the end of the day, when you're bringing the nobody up, nobody's going to see the nobody. Right. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Like, you can't. How do you build a thing? You got to be somebody, but we're not going to let you be somebody because you're not somebody yet. Yeah. Like, where does it's just, where does this all go? Well, there's like the art talent development part of stand-up and then there's the business of running a like you know yeah chicken tender restaurant that puts on shows (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. so and they're not necessarily coinciding with the same goals and kind of steps so you have to kind of make them want to hire you for whatever reason yeah i am i'm still trying to figure it out i'm still doing the grind are you, but you're not going as often as you used to, right? Well, it's been a little bit more difficult because I work at the casino now, mm-hmm. and like they have such weird hours. It's all the hours. Yeah, They're always well, open. Yeah, yeah, it's open twenty four seven. They have the hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's been weird working there. It, like some, like I've seen some amazing things since I started working there. But like, there's also a moment where it's like, oh my goodness. I've been babysitting people for the last decade and a half now. Well, because for people who don't know, you went from the TSA mm-hmm. to now security. You've gone from security to security. Security. Yeah. And I, before that, I was working security. So oh, I didn't know that. I haven't seen the sun in ah. over a decade. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how, how my I've life noticed, has been. I've noticed a green hue, and I feel that if I get you wet, you will multiply. <laughs> you have become a gremlin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what this is leaking apartment's for. <laughs> yeah. You do have one of the only, like, underground apartments in Florida. I know, right? <laughs> just takes several steps down to get in here. It's just odd. Dude. It's a cave. So, just for the folks at home to tell you how shitty this apartment is, once a year, for the last several years, my apartment has flooded. Mm-hmm. When you speak to management, their stance is... Well, it keeps on flooding, but for seven different reasons. So <laughs> we're not responsible for it. <laughs> but let me ask you a question, Rafi. Did you come home the other day and have a toilet in your front yard? <laughs> no. Because I came home the other day and there was a toilet in my front yard. No explanation from anyone. It could be from anywhere. So it's, it's not your toilet that was inside your home, now no. on the lawn? There's just a toilet on my front yard. Not plumbed, right? <laughs> no, no. But also, not entirely sure if there's shit in it. I haven't bothered to check. <laughs> because cause would you? I mean, It's like, how curious are you? I mean, it's in your yard, so it's now your property. <laughs> you own this toilet. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's where I live. You have one more possession. How do you know it's not an art piece? Yeah, but then, yeah, you're right like that. Did, did Banksy come down to the shittiest part of Bradenton and start dropping toilets? It's very low key. He doesn't like to be flashy. So maybe. Yeah. He's an artist, man. He's got shit to do. You yeah. check it out on like Google Satellite View, and you just see it spells out Banksy and toilets. Yeah, this is one of many oh, yeah. spread across the country. <laughs> You have, like, the dot in the exclamation point. 
<laughs> so it was, uh, <clears throat> as of the recording of this podcast, last week was Easter. Mm-hmm. On uh, April 20th, this headline showed up. Okay. And I'll, let's go through the headline, but remind me later to tell you how I came across this headline. Okay. Which might be even, it's not hilarious, but it's also like, that's weird. A nice layer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Church apologizes after pastor asks students to spit on him, cut him for Easter lesson. I remember reading that, and I was sure that was an Onion article. Nope. This is real. Uh, you know, feel free to interrupt. It's, it's not a super long article. I'm we don't gonna, have to go through all of it. Yeah, I'm going to guess this is like some sort of like flagellation kind of Jesus Christ reenactment. There's something. <laughs> <clears throat> or is this like the weird like... Well, sex angle to it. Let's, <laughs> yeah, he, let's he find sh- out together. <laughs> he shows it with a bog egg. Yeah. <laughs> we should take that. Bog egg cue cards just explaining what needs to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like a uh, like a disabled non-verbal guy who has like hold up signs. Can you get me a glass of water? <laughs> That's one of those powerful, moving, emotional <laughs> yeah, spaces yeah. where he's like, kick me in the balls. <laughs> Stop yeah. yeah, yeah. With like a slow violin music playing in the background. Yeah, it's in black and white. It's <laughs> yeah. his bedroom. It's very French. It's his rectory. <laughs> an Ohio church is apologizing for an inappropriate Easter lesson in which a pastor urged students to spit on him, slap him, and cut him with a steak knife. Serrated. <laughs> Impact City Church led led pastor, the guy who leads Impact. Yeah, Impact City Church. How many is that? <laughs> Justin Ross. And by the way, here's the most tragic part of the story. And part time associate pastor Jadius Dempsey. Jadius Dempsey. This guy's one of my people. He's a Dempsey. Fuck you. Fuck you, Jadius. You cunt. How's his first name spelled? J A D D E U S. Are you sure he's not? It could be like Judas or I don't know. You make him sound like he's a. You make it sound like he's a Roman gladiator who just traveled forward and died. Maybe he is. Might be. We need to keep reading to find (laughs) out. There's a lot of mentions of time travel in this article. He's part time because the rest of the time is in BC. Right. See, I I like the concept though of Jadius being a time traveler because it's like, oh, I was supposed to kill Jesus. But just didn't work out my schedule. We got 2019 though. Yeah, by the way, T1000 going back in time. At the risk of disconnecting everything, I'm going to show you Jadius. Here's here's old Jadius here. He doesn't look like my family. I don't think. Mm, no, no. <laughs> uh... he does look like a Tampa comic named Spike Salazar. <laughs> so, yeah, he's this... got a square head, which I kind of have. I can give him that. But that's that. That does not look normally. When I see someone like there was a soccer player like four years ago, something yeah. Dempsey, I saw him and I was like, hey, kind of looks like my cousin. I can right. see there's a girl in the uh, the the Ricky Gervais show, Derek. Mm. There's a Dempsey in that show, and if you squint, you go, she kind of looks like she belongs in my bloodline. Right. This guy, I don't know where they, this guy looks like he's Cro-Magnon. Well, yeah, he, I don't know what, I don't he know married what into the Dempsey name. I think you're right. <laughs> no, he took the wife's name. Good. That's a badass bitch. That's a Dempsey bitch. I like her. So, yeah, this guy looks like a G.I. Joe. So, like, <laughs> what does this woman look like that she alpha him? Oh, that's <laughs> a good point. 
<laughs> Some broad shoulders. Associate Pastor Jadius Dempsey went on Facebook this week to publicly apologize to students who were part of the unusual after-school activity Monday. Monday! So this was the day after Easter. Right. Okay. You're still feeling that spirit. <laughs> <laughs> Dempsey was leading a group... Fuck, I hate saying it out loud. Dempsey was leading a group of middle school and <coughs> high school students who were part of a church's weekly after-school student hangouts. The program includes food and activities, Ross said. That's when Dempsey decided to share his message with students about Easter in a, in a way which he later said crossed the line. I see. I thought it was okay, in quotes. I don't, I don't even know who's saying that. Just somebody said he thought it was okay. Let me stop some dude on the street. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. He's like, I, don't know. I wasn't really a part of it, but I thought it was okay. <laughs> what are we talking about again? <laughs> here's where, all right, here's where it gets weird. Jadius got up in front of the students and he said, I'm going to ask you to do something that might seem a little crazy, but if there's anyone here that would like to spit in my face, you can do so without any repercussions. Ross said on social media describing the event. Ross is the head pastor? Yeah, Justin Ross. All right. Some of the students took him up on his offer. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you not? (laughs) Then he told him they could slap him. Several did. Finally, here's where this is. This is where it starts to get like horror movie. Finally, Dempsey pulled out a steak knife and set the same conditions. One student took the knife and sliced his back. Students pulled out their phones and began posting on social media. Videos of that day show the students lining up before the pastor and taking turns spinning on his face while others laugh. One student is heard saying, I'm doing it, while others respond, do it. (laughs) Can I do it again? Another asks. This got very Lord of the Flies very quickly. Well, I, but they did form an orderly line and they waited their turn, so... It's like a gangbang. Right? You don't all just dive in at once. Yeah, it's not enough room. There's hierarchies. Like they, Although they I would have... kids go first, and then... Although I would have done the slapping, then spitting. I don't want to get my hand all wet. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, they didn't think this one. Through. I wonder how many kids were wanted to slap him, but then second guessed because they like right. saw the goo dripping <laughs> off of his face. Yeah, it was like spit bukkake. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, "I ain't touching that. No. I'll just spit on him." Yeah. So, it, my question is <clears throat> okay because this whole thing is this event crossed the line. Mm-hmm. But my question goes. At what moment did you decide that? <laughs> like, like, if they had just spat on him, would they have been like, oh, who cares? Like, they spat on a teacher. <laughs> was it the steak knife? Was it, like... I don't, I don't recall any spitting in the Bible. So I think maybe the slap... Well, they the, do, the, as the Jesus, is, it says they yeah. spat on him. Did so, they? Yeah. Okay. I'll take it back. Yeah. Did you grow up in church? It, his, I did. I actually went this Sunday. I thought I knew that. Okay. It, it's historically accurate. So okay. that, that's not where the line well, was crossed. I retract my objection. <laughs> uh, one says, I'm doing it. The other says, I'm doing it. Uh, can I do it again? Another asks. That's the kid you got to worry about. 
I don't know how. Did I already read the Make Me Bleed line? No. Okay, no. another video shows. New info? Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> another, another video. So we've got the one video, then we had to grab more evidence. Multiple angles, yeah. camera cuts. <laughs> another video shows. Good lighting. Students attempting to cut the pastor's back before the pastor seems to say, Make Me Bleed. Here comes the PTSD part of the article. <laughs> Aljane Parker, Ijane Parker. There's a com, There's a uh, apostrophe in that name. I wonder what color she is. Ijane Parker, twelve, took part in the activity. I thought it was very weird and awkward. She told. She told CNN affiliates WBNS. I took part because I thought it was okay because it was coming from an adult. The affiliate... <laughs> Wait, here's my question. Who told her after the fact that this wasn't okay? Like, how do you not know at 12 that this is not okay? I think, I think once CNN is going, tell us about the weird shit you just did, that's when you go, oh, fuck. Damn it, I knew that mob felt weird, but so many of us doing it, it just It was such a good time. How could you say no? A good time was had by, by all. all. It's <laughs> like there's a party in my mouth and everyone's invited. Yeah. All the cool kids at the after-school church program were slapping and spitting on the pastor. I wanted to get in. I tried to cut him and the guy was like, make me bleed. <laughs> I want to catch up with poor Asian A in about 12 years and see where she is. See how much heroin she's taking. Because she's fucked. Dude. She is fucked. <laughs> I was just thinking that because my question is, I would love if we could revisit this in 20 years to be like, all right, just show of hands. How many of you guys have been to a sex club? <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> well, now, Rafik, let's talk about how many people you've cut uh, <laughs> and how you've ended up where you've ended up in your life. Look, the, kid, the weirdest <laughs> thing I've done as of late <laughs> is fucking midget. Comedy. Would you like to say that again? I said the weirdest thing I've done as of late, and I say this with a bit of pride, is I've fucked a midget. Yeah. Should we just abandon the article for a no, while? No, I mean, like, well, we can come back around. I've got <laughs> okay. the time. Like, okay. <laughs> uh, she thought it was weird. The affiliate also reported the Licking County, hello, L-I-C-K-I-N-G <laughs> County, reported the Licking County Sheriff's Office opened an investigation. It was, quote, honorable, Pastor says. Wait, the... The act or the sheriff's department? I don't know. See, this article has, like, there's just, like, lines that pop up. Like, I thought it was okay, <laughs> but they don't say it later. Usually when you do that, you're taking something, yeah. but they just, they don't know how to write articles anymore. Yeah, W-T-O-P. W-O-T. Shame on them. W-T-O-P. Whoa. Whoa. Rafiki, I'm talking I've splashed myself in the face with whiskey. The illustration went too far, Ross said in a video at the Potascala Church. In a video, the Potascala Church later uploaded. There's so many places going on here. <laughs> so we're in Ohio. That's a different name than the first church name <laughs> in the Potascala. Impact City Church is right. the church. Or is the. They're in Licking County. Or is the city named Impact? And they're just saying it's a church in it's Impact City. City. I think that there's... Im Impact Im City, badass name right, for a place to yeah. live. Yeah. I think that they're saying that 
the city is Pataskawa. The church is Impact City, but it's called City. I'm very confused. I, I will say this. When I hear the word Impact City as a city name, I imagine like a neon 80s like rad city. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? A lot of like graph paper, like neon. Right, yeah, like, like you're going to see dudes still walking around with boom boxes. Those glasses where one frame is like a giant point flying off the side, right. but the other frame is like eagle's wings. Right. You know, they don't yeah. match each other. Yeah, they're not the same color either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. Uh-huh, sure. I'm all right. And so... Like, everyone's wearing leather jackets with spikes on them for some reason. Yeah, it's some like weird dystopian kind of <laughs> right. Miami Vice sort of place. Well, now, now we understand why Jadius is there as a time traveler, yeah. obviously. He's, he's, <laughs> he's, he needs Jesus. So let me... I'm going to interrupt the article, because I don't know how far much further into this we need to go. So here's how I found about any of this. Totally by accident. I grew up on Christian heavy metal. I listened to the Slayer and all those guys now, but the stuff I was into when I was 14, because Slayer was evil, I was into Vengeance Rising and Deliverance and those guys. So I found the Wikipedia article on Christian metal is great. It's really, like, I I learned a bunch of stuff that I I thought I knew everything. I learned a whole bunch. And I was reading about all these, like, churches that have since incorporated heavy music into there, and this fucker's name came up, Jadius Dempsey. So I'm like, A, crazy name, (laughs) also family. Yeah, Yeah. crazy name, family, into Christian metal, incorporating Christian metal into his, you know, thing. I got to look this guy up. I'm ready to get baptized. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to reconvert. I fucking copy and paste. First article that comes up (laughs) is that this fucker is letting people cut him. And it happened like, this is not a four-year-old article. This happened like the day that I was looking up this guy's name. <laughs> okay, Some but, right there. Yeah. but let me ask you this: If they shot this like a music video with Christian heavy metal, it would be rad. right. Right? Like, <laughs> if, if this was an impending doom video, I'd be fucking all over it. You know, what's more metal than getting <laughs> beat up? I don't know. I don't either. That's a mosh pit, right? Uh, no, like if you just heard like the like deep bass of like. Christian heavy metal and some dude's like God me believe I'm sure that song's been recorded. I'm sure if I go through my catalog we can find that song. Fire up final cut. Let's get working on this boys. Intent. I think I said it wrong before. Intent was honorable, Pastor says. The illustration went too far, Ross said in a video at the blah 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 church. He, but he said it was used to explain a very important topic about the crucifixion. The reactions are appropriate, Ross said. Many of you were disgusted. Many of you were hurt by this. Many of you were confused. Even, <laughs> I'm guessing it's more confused yeah. than anything else. <laughs> Even though the activity, we're not quoting, this is not part of the quote. Even though the activity was inappropriate, he said the quote, intent was honorable. After letting them spit, slap, and cut him, Dempsey sat students down and talked to them about Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Has has there ever been a funnier sentence written than that? (laughs) Talked to them about Jesus, his trial, and his crucifixion, and how he was, quote, beaten, 
He was broken, he was whipped, and he was crucified, and he died as an innocent man, Ross said. Quote, Jesus chose to follow, Jesus chose to allow them to spit on him and beat him and crucify him in order to take the payment of our debt that we call sin. Debt that we call sin, that's interesting. Ross said, so, now this is Ross speaking. That's been Ross speaking the whole time. So Jadius, in an effort to share that message of love through the gospel and story of Jesus' crucifixion, he shared this illustration and tried to share some of the pain that Jesus took on that day. Um, I'm going to skip ahead. Dempsey says no one knew about it. Yeah, he should have sent out permission cards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, is it okay if your kid spits on me? And also all that context about the crucifixion story would have been good before <laughs> the act out. Right. There was one... Uh... Imagine what a surprise... Like, you were talking about how this is a horror movie kind of setting. Yeah. Right? I just imagine something... Like, did you guys ever see the movie The Crazies? No. I, I think it's been a while, but I'm pretty sure I've right. seen it. Right. So, like, the whole... It, I don't oh, want to call it, it, like, a zombie movie, but, like, the whole premise is... There's like a virus that just sends people insane, uh-huh. right? Is so that they, the one where they go fuck crazy? They want to fuck each other all the time? No, it, it's like close. Like the whole thing is like they're just, just crystal meth. <laughs> yeah. Well, the weird thing too is like it's set in like a small farming kind of town. So like, are you mm, talking about the remake or the original? I think I'm talking about the remake, the okay. latest one. But like, I just imagine the conversation being like, dude comes into the room, hey kids. You want to learn about Jesus? Yeah. Oh, like this is the he's he's patient zero. Yeah. For the spread of the thing. Right, and then he just starts talking, and he's like, "I need you kids to spit on me. I need you kids to slap me. There will be no repercussions." And then Ignore happens, the boner. Right. And then he just pulls out a knife and just sets it on the desk, and he's like, "Now who wants to cut?" And you're just like, "Holy shit, this escalated fast." It's like an issue of cross. Right. <laughs> I do want to read this sentence. Dempsey said he has been a student leader for almost four years and that Monday's activity was an anomaly and is not what normally happens. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) That's good to know. Fucking Dempsey. Asshole. So I imagine after everybody, like, spit him and stabbed him and whatnot, he, like, turned the chair around. He's all, like, red-faced and slapping all over him. And he's like, he's like, everybody take a knee. Yeah, let's rap about Jesus. What did we learn today? I mean, it is a neon 80 city, so... Yeah, like, what did we learn today? He's like, I don't know, teach. I just smacked you around for a while. Well, as your cool guidance counselor, let me say... Somebody go get my acoustic guitar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to strum it a little while I talk. <laughs> uh, uh, Neon we? 80 City just fucking like burnt out windows in one corner of the classroom. They've written like, hate Jesus on a chalkboard. Yeah, but Jesus saying right? neon sign flickering on and off. There's some kid like in the back of like the Chico tie <laughs> Oh, well. <coughs> I want to make this movie now. Can we get funding for this? Like, <laughs> So, Rob, how about this? I'm going to go find it because I think I lost it. I'll be right back. You guys talk about yourselves. Sure. Hey, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. So, uh, I went to church for the first time in probably since last year's church. Did for Easter? <laughs> it's, it's last oh, you went for Easter? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, like most Catholics. Yeah, and so it's been to two services in a year, and it was the same pastor for both of them. Last year, his whole sermon was about how people don't go to church enough. <laughs> which he was preaching to the people that came to church yeah. that day. 
And then I wonder where he got the inspiration for that idea. I don't know, but it was uh, real motivating. It yeah, took yeah. me about 51 weeks to get over that one. <laughs> and then uh, this last week, his whole sermon was about like doom and gloom and how the like the washing of the world is coming and how nice. Like, yeah, yeah, it was like hellfire and brimstone. I'm like, great. <laughs> that, you know, that's Jesus, Jesus is reborn, and soon you will all die. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. This is Catholic, right? Yeah, Catholic, Roman Catholic Church. So, did your parents say you was this like Lindsay or I can't imagine as your girl? Oh uh, no, no, uh, this is my mom. She's, oh, okay. She's more into it, but me and my dad. Well. I like how you said she's more into it, like it's an indie band, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like it's more her thing. I don't really listen to that scene, but you know. I like, think the last. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just saying we're all, we're all Catholic, but she's like. Capital C Catholic. <laughs> Catholic. Catholic She's like one of those people who believes it. She's like there like almost every week. Yeah. She like reads her Bible. <laughs> what a weirdo. Um, <coughs> the last time I went to a church, do you know that my dad's a pastor? No, this is news. Yeah, my dad, my entire life was a pastor. What flavor of Christian? Pentecostal. Yeah. Speaking in tongues, holy rolling, getting it done, man. Sweet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fucking, we knew how to party. Yeah, what a fun variety. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. That's that's if you're gonna grow up Christian, <laughs> that's the way to go. I can I can see the uh, how the metal played in. <laughs> yeah, can you? Um, <clears throat> so he, this is uh, trying to make this as unboring as possible. He's finally getting to the point where he's just retired. He's mm-hmm. been a full time pastor. My entire life. Yeah. You know. So, <clears throat> he took his little church that he was pastoring, and he, like, fused it with this other church. And it was going to be, like, he and the other guy kind of co-pastor, uh-huh. but the other guy just kind of took over. And my dad's at a point in his life where he doesn't want to fight that shit anymore. <laughs> yes, yeah, so he just kind of goes, fine. Might as well. <clears throat> so, like, my dad is this weird... I, As the guy who's been in church his whole life, I've never understood this structure, but... A lot of churches have this idea of, like, this senior pastor mm-hmm. who's kind of like a figurehead, but he doesn't run anything, and he doesn't, he rarely gives sermons, and he's just like, Interesting, <clears throat> yeah. he's just this kind of elder who is around sometimes. Yeah. That's who my dad has become for okay. this little church. Seems like a comfy spot. <clears throat> yeah. And I don't think they're even paying him anything anymore. Like, I think he's out. I don't even know. I made that up. But, um... The last time, so the last time I go to church, mm-hmm. I don't know any of this because I haven't been in a while. And yeah. I, he doesn't keep me abreast of what he's doing. Of the day to day happenings of the church. Yeah. So I go to this church. This is while the election is happening. Uh-huh. In this other guy who isn't my dad, he talked about how they're a Second Amendment church. And if they if they want to bring their guns to church, they have to check it with the security guard guy who's standing at the door. He mentioned something about Hillary's emails. I mean, it got fucking weird fucking fast. And like, for a guy who's already sick of going to church and is reluctant to go, I really have no intent. Like, my dad's a great pastor, and I like listening to him speak. Yeah. But... I didn't know. I'm not doing that shit. Damn. I'm not going to weirdo Second Amendment church. Wait, so, so he's pro-guns, but you have to... You can bring your gun, but you have to check your gun? Yeah. yeah. That's that's not, and, and that's not whole, fun. You gotta... <laughs> that's not fun. But his whole premise... This was during that time. There were a lot of news stories about people getting shot up in church. Yeah, like 15, yeah. 16. Yeah, yeah, so like... I respect what he's saying. 
like we're a church, if someone wants to shoot us up, yeah, come and take it. Yeah. Bring your gun. I get that. I'm, I'm actually on his very much on his side with that. Mm-hmm. But to your point, does that mean I have to go? To, like, the lockbox to retrieve my gun? Yeah. But then he said something really... I'm going to fuck this up. But he said something like... Because if somebody does come in here and want to do something, I'm going to make sure that I take him to heaven with me first. He said something <laughs> really... Yeah, yeah. It's what, and here's the thing. My dad is... You've met my dad. Yeah. He's not that guy. Like, my dad is an absolute fundamentalist, seven-day creationist Christian. Yeah. But he lives in the real world, and he's one of the most pragmatic dudes you'll ever meet. And I'm looking at my dad like, you're okay with this shit? What is happening? He's <laughs> yeah, just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So, pretty much. You and I have had this conversation before. I don't know if Rob and I have, but, like, there's a certain moment with Christian, like, Christians, especially in America, or I should, or I should just say religion as a whole, where people go, we have this religion, we are of this religion, and then you go, do you believe in this religion? Right. Or is this, like, just a front for you to push your ideals? I, there's, I definitely, I have no data to back this up, <laughs> so... But Where's I, the evidence, Al? <laughs> I definitely believe that most... I read somebody say one time, most pastors preach to the right of what they actually believe. Right. And I I don't want to say right in terms of left-right politics, but they, they're they more hardline when they're holding the microphone than they are, you know. Yeah. The dad I grew up with was not as holy as his message when he was on stage. But my dad was also really cool about being on stage and being, you know, emotionally nude and going yeah. like, I'm not good at this either. Like, he never pretended to be better than anyone, mm-hmm. but his message was higher than how he lived, well, if yeah. that makes sense. That does make sense, because you always want to you want to put forward the best version of right. your yeah. ideas, and they're probably much stricter than you it's probably like ideal allow view, yourself yeah. to even to be. Sure. But, so yeah, I did this guy like tie in like Hillary's emails like a Bible story. Like, <laughs> well, no, he, somebody else who lost a lot of stuff he, was, was, <laughs> was, yeah. was Noah. He, <laughs> he <laughs> built his own <laughs> ark. <laughs> you could say it was the first server. <laughs> he, oh fuck me! <laughs> he backed up all the animals at home. <laughs> Just two by two and seven by seven. <laughs> no, it was uh, it, it was like a throwaway joke. Uh-huh. It was like something something untrue, like Hillary's emails. Wait, but even that to me was crossing a huge like that's not okay. He's like throwing yeah. one liners in church. Yeah, I don't know if that's appropriate either. But then he like backed out of it by going, "No, I'm talking about my uncle. His name's Hillary." So then the joke got weird. <laughs> like, I don't know, you know what he's talking about anymore. So then later my mom goes, oh, no, that was real. He's got a uncle named Hillary. <laughs> like, I don't know what's happening anymore. <laughs> I, but 
with you as like a casual attendee of the church. Like, how do you like? Yeah. You can't pause the sermon and like Google yeah. this. Like, get the inside baseball of this yeah, guy's. Follow the link to like his like wiki entry. I'm not. I'm, you know how like hoping Anthony had pests. Yeah. Or like Bubba had his army. I'm not like one of his guys. You know. You're, you're not Impact Army. <laughs> yeah, I'm not Impact Army. And no. Hello. Impact Army, another cool band name. <laughs> Impact Army is a good man. <laughs> so, Rob, I got a really uh, great Christmas present. Solid. I'd like to uh, I'd like to share this with you. If you could just let the people at home know what you're looking at right now. Okay, so it's a very thin <laughs> CD jewel case. Mm-hmm. The uh, the kind you would probably get at like a, a pack of fifty. A pack of fifty, yeah, for your home burned CDs. Mm-hmm. Looks like there is a. Uh, very thin insert there. Yeah. Would you like I, to read what, what's on the cover here? Yeah, it's like a, um, I don't know, kind of a circus-looking image here with a old, burnt, tan man, gray hair, smiling in the corner, parental advisor in the other corner. <laughs> and it's titled, Ed, quote, The Machine Regine uh-huh. tells dot, 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 dot. <laughs> 100 of the funniest jokes he's ever heard three exclamation points <laughs> and then on the back of this insert they are all listed all 100 of yeah. his brilliant uh-huh. uh, such great track listings as uh, number 1 is called Beautiful mm-hmm. uh, number 27 12 Priests mm-hmm. 55 Cowboy Boots uh, personal favorite 69 In My Pocket mm-hmm. and number 100 Dinner Table Dinner Table now, <clears throat> Rafiq and I have gone through the first, I think, seven of these, <laughs> and um, they're horrible. And uh, I wouldn't expect anything else. We have uh, developed a, a real deep hate for Ed Regine. Um, one, of the, one of the things you will discover quite soon, none of these track titles match up <laughs> with the actual jokes. He just wrote down a hundred titles of jokes. <laughs> And put them on this insert. He's solid. <laughs> he's he's the real deal. Are are any are they like just in the wrong order, or do any of these match up to anything that's on the CD? We think they're in the wrong order because we found one of the jokes listed way later. Like it was the first one, but we found it at fifty-seven or whatever. Yeah. You know. So I do believe this is the one hundred jokes he told, <laughs> but he didn't put them in that order. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, he's only heard them. He never like wrote them down or anything. So the uh, the message that I received was that uh, my sister in law was on a cruise ship uh-huh. and saw this guy. Perfect. Thought he was hilarious <laughs> and thought that I would want this yeah. gem. I mean, you're a comedy man, so obviously well, you would appreciate not, this. I'm not going to pull it out right now, but on the CD he wrote, "Alan, keep him laughing." And it's uh, it's just a white label with like the brand of the CD logo. Plus minus. So like, um, only one. So we're gonna go through and we're gonna we're gonna play some of these fine, lovely, fine jokes for you. Oh, these are long, like thirty. Well, this one's thirty-two most seconds. Of, yeah, most of these are under a minute. <laughs> yeah, and you're gonna find um. Actually, all of them are under a minute. <laughs> Longest one there is like a minute 52. If you start to feel ill, Ill, or you start to feel like some boiling rage, 
Just just let it go. Yeah, yeah. Because he's so good. I I'm rageful because I could right. never attain this right. level. I could never do yeah. what this you guy's too doing. cannot afford a prairie home companion <laughs> joke book. <laughs> oh, so this is a uh, track number eight titled Three Husbands. Perfect. Three husbands. And it's gonna play any second. So this guy is telling his friend uh, that he he was taking skydiving lessons and he was going on his first jump. So he, so his friend said, "Well, how was it?" He said, "Well, he said I was okay during the training. He said, but when I actually had to come time to jump, he said I got real nervous." And the instructor said, "Hey man, if you don't jump right now, I'm gonna take my dick and shove it right up your ass." And his friend said, "Well, did you jump?" And the guy said, "Well, just a little at first." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things, one of the things you'll discover about old Ed Regine, he likes to fill in a lot of details because he knows this joke is a four-second joke. He's like, I gotta stretch this fucker out to thirty-two. One of my favorite, one of my favorite things about that, there weren't even three people in the joke. Mm. There's only two. Well, there's there were, the, oh, guy, there were, the guy who was telling. Uh, okay, like, yeah, there are three people. Yeah. In the first seven, we, we encountered at least two jokes where he mentions the ethnicity. There's a Puerto Rican, a so-and-so, and that plays no part in the joke whatsoever. <laughs> he's just he's painting a picture. <laughs> he's painting a picture. And just going like, yeah, so Puerto Ricans are lesser people. Anyway, <laughs> three men walk into a bar. <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> So, because we're crazy people, we've committed to going through this whole scene. <laughs> we've we've just done number eight. I like this. This is a good bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's really it's really something else. I got maybe two left in me, and you know, feel free to make me pause if there's something you really need to dissect, or you know, just we're gonna we're gonna move right on. Oh, this is track number nine. Uh-huh. This one is uh, titled uh, Doctor Phil. Perfect. This okay. one will be about Doctor Phil. Phil. <laughs> Oh, Dr. Phil. It takes a little second for this thing to kick this in. This traveling salesman comes up to this house. He knocks on the door. And who should answer the door but a 12-year-old kid naked with two hookers, one on each arm and a bottle of Jack Daniels. Why not? And the salesman said, excuse me, son, is your parents at home? And he says, does it look like my fucking parents are home? You see, <laughs> he had hookers. That's how you know his parents weren't home. Because if his parents were home, he probably wouldn't be allowed to have hookers. Obviously, they would. Yeah, no, no parents of a twelve-year-old would allow. Hookers. Well, no. Obviously, the case is he's grounded, so he can't have hookers. That's the problem. Well, he <laughs> used to. He used to have nine hookers at a time, and his parents were like, "This is unacceptable, young man." The parents are cool with the hookers, but he can't close the door. He has to leave the bedroom door open while he's in there with the hookers. See, my brain went more fucked up with that when you said nine hookers and now they're only two. It's like his parents come home and they're like, why are there seven bodies? (laughs) (laughs) That might actually be a funny joke. He's covered in blood with a cleaver. Are your parents home? Yeah, they're in the kitchen. Like, or chopped up. I don't know. You know what I'm trying to do. I didn't do it right. And that kid's name was Lyle Menendez. (laughs) Now it's a joke, Ed. You son of a bitch. Yeah, this didn't go anywhere. It was just, this is a great setup for like the that next is couple lines. One of the one hundred funniest jokes he's ever heard. Uh-huh. So I I will say this. 
part of me thinks we might have already gone past this, or Ed, and this is completely possible, Ed might have just recorded the same joke twice. No, these are the two. These are the two that we did on the episode that I refused to release. So okay, we're, we're gonna, okay was, that makes more so sense. Bad. Because part of me goes like, did Ed just re-record the same material? Also, there's several, several of these that I know. Like, once he got to the punchline, I was like, oh, I used to know that joke. And I used to tell that joke to my friends when I was in sixth grade. I thought that joke was fucking hilarious when I was in sixth grade. And I used to crush on the playground with that shit. But, but here's the thing. You can't play it for sixth graders because there's a parental advisory. <laughs> yeah, there's a parental advisory. Right here, right here. By the way, we also have uncovered that, um, like, the parental advisory, he'll say, like, fucking. He dropped his fucking whatever. Yeah. But, like, when it comes to actual, like, adult acts, he G-rates those. Like, they were making love. Or she was <laughs> rubbing herself. Like, he won't actually say the filth. <laughs> He'll just say, like, fucking quarter, you know? Uh, she was fucking touching herself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he'll do that. Dude, the, I just thought, what if every parental advisory sticker was like that? Imagine NWA that was like that. <laughs> fucking respectable women. <laughs> Yeah, so, so what if... Well, we broke our feet. Yeah, so what if these are these are the 100 funniest jokes he's ever heard? That's but, what he says. But this is at the time. This isn't This isn't an absolute scale of like today's standard. So in this he heard that joke in the 6th grade. He thought it was hilarious. And he chalked it up as like the what eighth best joke he's ever heard. Take a good look at it. How old do you think that is? This man is in his sixties. He's in his sixties. He's heard. I think I'd understand what you're trying to say. Yeah. But it's ever as the time of this picture of this old ass man yeah, with that, an old man that nose. Cruise was in the last year yeah. or two years. Uh, sure. Yeah. So if we're gonna giving Ed any credit, perhaps he heard all these jokes recorded the CD, and then started comedy. I think that's very clearly what happened. <laughs> he heard them, but these are like misremembered hearings, because he heard them at like the midnight show on like a Saturday. Yeah, he had like five Negronis already. Negronis? So. What is that? I've had a few of them myself. Hello! Hey now! <laughs> <laughs> Dude, what a Negroni is! What's happening? Some like weird old manish kind of drink. <laughs> okay, did you make that up? No, that's is that a, a real thing. Okay, that's I a, think, that's yeah, a real thing. Okay, we have to look it up now. No, Rafik, get your bar book out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Rafik is actually going to retrieve his book of booze. By the way, there is a C. I think is the word of booze behind us right now. I've had a whiskey. Will I have more? Probably. Yep, Negroni. Oh. It's uh, 198, so. Oh, my God. Do, well, do mm-hmm. we have to really? Oh, look my God. Photos of it. Oh, those are pretty looking. I'll have a Negroni. Yeah, Rafik. Looks... <laughs> Stable boy, make me a Negroni. <laughs> I can, because I have the recipe here. Holy shit. For episode two, we're all having Negronis. <laughs> Rafik. Right, I mean, but... Um, the machine here, uh, Ed Regine. He looks like a 
Yeah, I would say real estate agent. Sure. <laughs> well, I speculated. He looks like a retired real estate agent. Here's yeah, he moved down to Florida. That's why he's so tan now. <laughs> here's what I speculated. You're actually right on target with what we've already decided. I because he doesn't. He's he's elderly. Yeah. So he but he looks good. He's got teeth. Veneers. He's got good hair. <laughs> Plugs. You know, he's got he's got a good spray tan going on. <laughs> that was great. He looks so and he's on cruises, I'm sure telling street jokes. So I speculated he's in his retire he sold the business. Made all his money and said, what do I do now? Right. Oh, I know. I'll go on cruise ships and tell 100 of the funniest jokes I've ever heard. I like the, I like the general concept of maybe even a step further than that. It's just a scam so you can get free cruises. <laughs> or he just likes safe cruises. Yeah, he's paying his own way on these cruises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the... The comedy that he does on the cruise is a hobby. <laughs> yeah, so he's paying to do that. <laughs> and they're all going, no, not again. Come on. It's like he's going up at an open mic in town here. He's, he's like, like, look, I got a duffel bag of these CDs. Yeah, and yeah. I spent two days recording these at home. Yeah. I need I need to get rid of these. These are all jokes he used to say at the closing. Like... <laughs> I, I will say this. Like, I don't mean to... Oh, fuck it. I do mean to disparage Ed. We've Randy. been doing nothing but disparaging right, no, since we brought him up. Let me finish, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> I will say this. Randy Holton, who was on here. R.I.P. Legend. R.I.P. He was on our podcast. We had to take breaks. Rest in podcast. At least one of us at any given time had to leave the room to go collect ourselves so we could come back. Please... Please tell me he wasn't on the lost episode. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Oh, okay. no, God, no. Okay. God, no. Randy Holton has more creative integrity yes. than Ed. And then old Ed. I'm Do you on, not understand I'm what that means? Like, I'm 100% on your side with that. Like, no. Randy writes his own material. Yeah. Randy's premises are very creative. Yes. Right? <laughs> yeah. I could not have come up with half the stuff he thinks of. I, I always say, if I had the money, like, if I was, like, a known name in the industry, I would legit just bring Randy to Burning Man, set him up with a mic and a speaker, and just go run. Just <laughs> run as long as you can, Randy. Yeah, he's on like the like, B stage. He's yeah. on like an hour. <laughs> like I can I I can't No, I'm not even seeing him on a B stage. I'm seeing him on like a crate <laughs> holding a microphone plugged into an amp. <laughs> I can't imagine people not gathering around for that. And he's like trying to do crowd work from like the stage fifty feet away, like hey you <laughs> That's a crazy outfit. (laughs) 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 Yeah, lots of boobs. No, Randy would be great to have on like your writing stuff. Right, Randy's the kind of person where you like you don't even need him to write anything. You just bring him in every week, and you're just like, Randy, what's going on with you? Oh, that's that's essentially what we did for an hour. I also don't think if you had tasked him with like some part of the script, like he's in charge of the B story in this like sitcom, I don't think he'd come up with anything. <laughs> I mean, he'd write like three lines of dialogue, but he'd have to like write like fifteen. 
but here's the thing. I feel if you partner Randy with like a transcriber, just someone who follows around Randy all day and just goes like, he hey, would man. start his own fucking religion right. at that point. You gotta be careful <laughs> with some shit like that. Yeah. Rafiq, can I um can I call you my my main Negroni? No, I, <laughs> by all means. <laughs> let's do let's do one more of this fucking asshole. <laughs> This is track number 10. This one is called Sperm Bank. Mm. Sperm Bank. I wonder what it'll be about. <laughs> it's going to be about sperm by bank. a pet shop and he sees a sign, Gifted Parrot for Sale. So he goes and he says to the guy, what's up with the gifted parrot? And the guy said, well, this parrot is very fluid in, in English. He's got a large vocabulary. He's very smart. He can hold a conversation. But the only problem is he has no feet. He said, so nobody really wants to buy him because of the fact that he has no feet. And the guy said, well, how much? He said, well, we're asking $150. And the guy said, well, would you take 50 And he says, sure, I'll take 50 So he buys the parrot, takes it home, and puts the parrot up on the perch. And, he's, and he says, are you able to hold on? And the parrot said, well, yeah. He said, uh, I have no feet. My feathers hide that. He said, but I can hang on to the perch with my penis. And he said, wow, that's great. And they have this conversation, and they get really friendly. And they're talking, and the parrot is intelligent, and he, he's very interesting to talk to. So finally, the guy decides to walk to work and he leaves the house and five minutes after he leaves the doorbell rings and it's his best friend you, and the guy's girlfriend comes down from upstairs wearing nothing but a negligee Perfect, and she yeah. meets the friend at the door and they start kissing and then they start fondling each other and they start caressing and touching and touching. pretty caressing. soon they're rubbing places all over rubbing places finally the guy comes home and he says uh, how was your day and Barrett said well he said uh, it was a good day he said but I gotta tell you something uh, something really bad happened today. And he said, well, what, what happened? He said, well, he says, you know, after you left, your girlfriend came downstairs, the doorbell rang, and it was your best friend, and the door opened, and they started fondling each other. They were kissing and touching. You didn't need to do the first the, part if you were just going to do the parrot saying it already. And then what happened? He said, well, then he started kissing some more, and they started breathing heavy, and the guy said, well, and then what happened? And the parrot said, well, the next thing you know, they're groping, and their hands are all over the place. And the guy said, well, and then what happened? The parrot said, well, I don't know. At that point, I got an erection, fell off the perch, knocked my head, and I'm fucking blacked out. That's the so, punchline. <laughs> you could have cut out the rubbing and touching, the because s- the parrot was going to say <laughs> it anyway. Yes. There was no reason... To tell me what you were already going to tell me. But that's how you turn a 48-second uh, <laughs> to a minute 52. That's true. That is true. That was one of the 100 <laughs> funniest jokes. Ed the Machine Regime. I wonder if there's any uh, conflict with Burt Kreischer on this, <laughs> being the machine. I'd like to yeah. see how I, I would love to see them go head to head. Oh my goodness, that's my new favorite thing in life. <laughs> that's a goal to keep happening. Dude, if we could bring Burt Kreischer to Kreischer? <laughs> oh, Burt Kreischer. If we could bring him... Brett Kreischer. Brett Kreischer. Burt Chrysler. That's what Tom Zucker always calls him. If we could bring him to the improv and then bring Ed... <laughs> Open for him. They'd be like, you're here to see the machine. Here's Ed. Hey, let me tell you, there was this guy, and he had some teeth, and the teeth, they kept talking to the guy, and he was like, hey, I wish I could sleep, because my teeth were talking, so then the teeth one day, I I thought I was going somewhere with that, I was going to keep pushing it, until I made up a bad punchline, but then I realized real early I was fucked. 
But like all uh, what is this guy Ed Negroni stories, they don't really go. Hell, Ed Negroni. Ed Negroni. <laughs> His name is Ed the Machine Regime. Oh, sorry. Duh. <laughs> Respect to the. How dare you not get that right? Well, I mean, if if this guy was shirtless, you couldn't tell it's not Burt Kreischer. <laughs> Drawn he doesn't have the beard. beard. Yeah, he doesn't have the beard, but I get where you're going at. He's 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 uh he's gonna have to do something about these eyebrows. <laughs> They're getting a little squirrely. I think he's like just fermenting his eyebrows. <laughs> but only the from the end. Like he doesn't go all the way. Yeah. He, he just stretches <laughs> it right to the edge. Doesn't want to make it too obvious. <laughs> he almost looks. His eyebrows yeah. are a little. His eyebrows are a little. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, <coughs> I'm dying. That was an episode. <clears throat> the name of this show is So How About This? So How About This? I'm Alan Dempsey. I'm Rafiq Sheen, and this is our guest. Robert Pruce. And Don't stuff. forget to like, comment, and subscribe. See if you, guys next if time. you heard this on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs>